Hey, this is how I see it. We should play this game for life. <laughs> what game? Mackin'. Hangin'. What up, though? I say, yo, Rico, bruh. What up, though? Where your energy I, at? How you been mackin'? Uh, I'm, I'm... I'm cool energy, man. He hold on. He too beating on Tierra. So if you want to keep it a big Rico too, uh, kicking her, kicking her in the stirrup while he's trying to listen to his audio books and shit. Like, God damn, did I tell you to fucking clean this house? I'm trying to read. I'm trying to listen to the uh, how uh, rich dad, poor dad, and shit. Rico, crazy ass. Yo, what's up? All right, keep going, though. My bad, bro. Uh, ain't too much of shit going on, man. Uh. I'm really um, trying my best to be a lot more uh, calm and collected this year. Shit, uh, I couldn't tell, man. You just got into one of the most uh, heated goddamn debate. Well, we had a heated debate last week when Baines came out of Rico. Uh, I don't know. I, I would I would say I don't know if that was a, a chin or no, I don't that, know, that, that was that was just passion and shit. I said that was passion. Yeah, that was passion. That ain't what about passion. What about uh, the shit we just had when we were just dumb to each other and shit? That was passion. That was too. passion too and shit. Oh, all right. that's just that's just passion. There was a little heat in that. Definitely I don't, a little heat in Because I definitely had smoke for niggas. niggas nah, told me it ain't. It, I, it wasn't no heat I was about to catch a more motherfucking one way. I don't even need a flight back to West Coast now. You, you and your brother, you and your brother got something personal going on today and shit. But oh, no, of course I do. I plan on beating dude no, ass. I, I, I can see the hate. And I can. I can see the the hatred in both your eyes. But y'all yeah, trying to keep it subtle and That's shit. My fucking brother and shit. At the end of the day, we more likely beating your ass. Yeah, that's what I said. I can see the hate in your eyes and shit. At the end of the day, you say one thing during this little this this moment bad about the fan. We beating the fuck out of you and shit. So, That's a fact. Uh, shit. I, I just hope y'all got live. y'all little tights and shit it, ready, we, bro. We'll do it live <laughs> on a podcast. I'll pay for a ticket for my brother to get here, and we'll beat your ass like a yeah. handicap match in this bro, bitch. Your brother ain't gonna make it here on time on that Greyhound for you to get your ass with. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, bro, I'm on my way, Rico. Like, no, nah, I got this nigga in the head like already. But now nah, keep going though, bro. Nah, but uh, shit been cool, man. Like, you know, um. Started school this week and shit. Uh, that shit was a real hectic fucking. I, I couldn't wait to tell y'all this shit on the pod how bad that shit was. My first no. week. <laughs> 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 hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. Hold on, let let's Rico let Rico get into how bad yo how bad was that shit. You remember yo? You remember all of the pods we had like leading up to the Rico getting ready to go to school and like he was so encouraged and all powerful. So he realized he had to do real life. <laughs> so, uh, so how about first off, my goofy ass uh, didn't look at my email and shit right away, right? To uh, like an hour after class. So how about I go to class and shit, right? So class started, it was supposed to start at six. I get there, it's like 6.15. I'm like, all right, well, what the fuck? Ain't nobody here and shit. So I finally was able to get into my damn email. How the fuck about I was like an hour and a half late for class because my dumb ass didn't read the email stating that we was doing virtual and shit. <laughs> so then <laughs> I had to call the I had to call the teacher. I was how about I was on class on my laptop, fucking in the car and shit, racing home and shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
know I'm about to catch a you about to catch a humongous ass you and shit. I'm like, yo, please. I had to I had to beg him, like, please don't fail me. He's like, nah, it's alright, but he's like, it happened more often than than more and shit. So I was able to finish up class. He gave me my first assignment and I passed that shit. So that was cool. And then the second day. Wait, what was the first assignment, bro? It was like uh, reading the syllabus and doing like, we had to read some chapters and answer some questions and shit. Out of this little um, book and shit. The so it was cool. Hat. You had to read the cabinet hat. Dude, I was back in K8. <laughs> 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 So Sam was actually who who he really was. Sam is who he was. So the second day, right? So the second day I go, right? Why the fuck the same thing happened again and shit? Like literally, but this time the teacher I said he was gonna be in fucking class and shit. So then this motherfucker was like an hour and a half late his damn self and shit. Yo, it's been like a big ass disaster and shit. He just like, hey, Rico on track to fail the fuck out of school. No, nah, this shit track to fail. It's been wild as hell and shit. So hopefully yeah. next week be better and shit. And well, uh, look, I've been reading like, like a motherfucking shit. I've read three books, three books this week. Yeah, three books this week and shit. Which one? And let's uh, let's be clear with the audience. Um, we're talking audio books and shit. So, yeah, I mean yeah. I can't. I'm not. I'm not physically like picking up a. a oh right, book, right, 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 right. No, I just want to be clear because like I was saying on the last pod about Will Smith, and I was listening to that shit audio, and then Danny was like, "You said you was reading, but technically you was listening to that shit." And I said, "What the hell? I was reading." <laughs> I was listening. Like I mean, I was doing a little bit of both. I was writing down. I was writing down hella shit when he was talking. So I, I, I mean, that counts as reading this shit. No, 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 that don't count. No, as Rico, that's count as listening. Rico said he, he was taking. He said, he said Rico said he was taking down notes during the Will Smith book, so that counts as reading. This shit. I mean, I can read my notes back and shit, but uh. Hell no! I was doing Will, that. That shit. Will, that shit. Hey, uh, hey, Rico spelled Will Smith wrong. And shit. <laughs> he said Will Big Willie. Hell yeah! Nah, man. but um, and I bought another air fryer and shit. I bought a, a real good air fryer and shit. Oh, for real? That's, that's nah. Good I, I I don't think people understand the the, the joy you get uh, adulting and buying shit for the house and shit. That shit is a whole nother feel. There's like, nothing the better little... to my soul than a Target trip. I'm starting to realize how them little trips to Walmart and Target, I mean, they don't compare, but they feel good. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you go out and you do some adulting shit. Yeah. So that's been fire. And uh, I don't know if I told y'all last week, but we've been probably training my baby. That shit going good too and shit. That's good to hear, man. I'm glad that... Uh, I'm actually proud of your eyes that you decided to like take your shit into your own hand when it comes to nah, like, acquiring knowledge and like not caring what, like, if your job is like, nah, you can't do this, she's like, nah, fuck that. Not only am I going to go to school, I'm about to do all this extra shit, and I'm about to progressively figure out how to make life better, so. Yeah, you know, after these these little books and shit, I've just been realizing, like, a lot of people, a lot of people, probably 98% of people don't realize the, the, the fate I mean the the ability they have to actually change their circumstances with just one thought. Oh, that's shit, a whole you know what I'm saying? One thought and just one lateral move can change your whole shit. So facts. I'm that's all it just, is, bro. So I, I my bad for cutting you off though. But 
one thing, because like one book that I always go to, and I, I try to read this every year, and this is actually me reading not the audio version of uh, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. And That's one thing that, books for, uh, I'm going to next week. One thing that you're doing is called the law of, uh, uh, what's it called? The law of intention. So like intention is like, you know, as long as you put the action and the intent in place. So like, like your law of intention would be like, you've decided I'm going to grow this in this area. So I'm going to start reading and doing all this. And I'm going to decide to go to school. Like you already got that law. Yeah. And place. that's funny as fuck that you say that. Cause uh, when I was doing this little audio journey last year and shit, all of the books that I was buying was like shit on the invested and shit like that. And this time around, everything that I'm buying, because I just bought like four books last night, and, I mean yesterday morning, everything that I'm reading is like um, spiritual or self-encouragement and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Dying. Like how to, how to basically be a better version of myself for everybody Dying. around me and shit. That's good. And that, that, that shows like, and then, because a lot of people don't realize like, to become better, you have to be aware of what you need to improve at. But some people don't, they they like sleep through some of those portions of their self. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But now you're actually going to that, that, um, no, a lot of that, a lot of that comes from, stage. you know, being a, being afraid of change and, you know, not necessarily, I honestly, I don't even know where the fuck to start and shit, but I just winged it and shit. I'm like, fuck it. At this point in my life, nothing, nothing is going to stop me from school and shit. So just make sure. Laterals and shit. My advice to you, yo, my advice to you, write down, like, everything that's motivating you right now, like, all that shit, like, how you, like, so hungry about, because, like, once you start acquiring that shit, or acquiring wherever the life that you want, and, like, all the money and all that, remember this version of, like, what's pushing you. So, like, when you start getting it, you won't forget, like, yo, I did all of this for X, Y, and Z, like, because, like, one thing I've learned is like, if you if you have certain things that you're like reaching towards and you're trying to get, but then once you get everything, it's hard to remember like what led you down that path in the first place. So I yeah, would just yeah, say yeah. start writing all that shit like that because like the drive that you you you're experiencing right now, that shit is fleeting and shit. Like remember that part of like life and shit. Like yo, know, whatever is pushing you, remember that. Take that, take like little notes like, yo, this is why I want to do all of this shit. Like, here's my motivation. Then you can reflect back. Nah, that's once funny you, get you say that. I, I definitely, I got some shit. I got some shit cooking up for the end of the year. I, I think I'm going to have a real interesting, uh, um, something interesting for the end of the year. Like when we do our end of the year pod, I got something cooking up for sure. For real. But Facts. as far as like my hanging and shit go, uh, hanging cool. Like, um, me and Tierra, like, actually really really good like we in a decent really good space um we actually finna go out on a uh date tonight i ask niggas that they want to go bowling and shit so i'll see how that go don't sound like you, interesting i never got an shit. invite yeah. but i ain't gonna take it personal oh no and Meech gonna clean you up in some bowling bro nah Meech, i didn't i didn't say nothing to nobody yet because ain't nobody else responded and shit Cause I'll That's definitely right. go and shit. Yeah, and, but, and truth be told, your brother, yo, actually, your brother would tell you. I just said it like two weeks ago. Like I've been trying to make it a thing where um, be around at least like once a month. Be, yeah, I get uh, everybody together, or at least get a handful of niggas together and shit. Like me and your brother used to do it all the time and shit. So I'm trying Law to be of intention, bro. Law of intention. That's all you doing. You doing. That's why. That's why I think once you read that book, you won't realize some of the shit that you've been doing unknowingly, but. Now that you're starting to do all this other shit, you will see you will see the fruits of your labor 
Yeah, no, I, I don't never want you to think I forgot about you because I show mention your name in the other chat and shit. Like, I'm uh, I'm just making a conscious effort. Yeah, I was definitely about. I'm to be honest. I don't think Facebook. I'm in the front. Yo, yo, me. <laughs> I definitely yo, don't think I'm. Hold in on, the front. Hold on, hold on, pause that real quick, Rico. Pause that. Uh, so I just want to do a quick like, you know how like Facebook and Google they do like fact checkers or whatnot. That's uh that's a lie. He, he didn't admit your name at all in the other chat. Like uh not 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 at all. Like he's like, he asked the chat, he said, yo, y'all niggas trying to go bowling. I didn't see because I didn't see me. No, name I didn't I didn't say that. Show. I literally just said, Trey, look at the the nigga trying to he trying to wrong me. I said I didn't ask me chat because didn't nobody else say anything. I literally yeah. just said that. I no, said, said before that you, you said I mentioned you in the other chat. You you were lying. I did mention <laughs> You didn't like pull the receipts. Let me pull the receipts. Hey, you, you, name go ahead, you can go on. You can go on ahead and ask ask Meech how he doing. Okay. Let me pull these receipts real quick. Yo, yo Meech, I, I gotta tell you this right now. Rico would not find this evidence at all. He gonna post some shit that has nothing to do with your name. Look when you see this, whatever he gives you, and, and look for your name. All right, I mean, okay, that's all I'm, I'm asking. I'm not in the chat, and I've never received give me, give me, nothing. So, hey, I, no, 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 no. Look at your phone right now. Look at your phone right now. That's what I'm saying. Look at, look at your look phone at your right phone. now. What'd you see? And I'm the person see. in the blue. Mm-hmm. Let me know when you see your name. Huh? He mentioned me at the end. Huh? You, you see it? Yeah, he mentioned me at the end. What you... Appreciate that, uh, my uh, boy. Uh, I did what, Meech? You mentioned me at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know. Or you know. Appreciate that, my boy. I'm about to say, 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 I'm about it ain't hard for me to say I'm wrong. You feel me? That shit is easy. We all know that's a lie. Hey, yo. I just said I, I just said I was sorry, though. Yo, Meech. Yes, sir. I said, yo, Meech. Yes, sir. I said, yo, Meech. I said, yes, sir. Hell no. <laughs> yo, how you been macking, though? Macking has been wonderful shit. Last weekend, me and a... Um, a female friend that I know, whatever, we went to a karaoke bar. And before we went to that karaoke bar, we was like, well, when you go to a karaoke bar, you want to kind of be under the influence to even, you know, get up there and do some silly shit. So I'm like, you know, let's smoke because that help relaxes me. And she my smoking partner. And she liked to go to cloud nine with me. So we both met each other on cloud nine. Boy, was we there for the whole night. But anyways, we went to this karaoke oh, bar. And normally, you know, when you think karaoke, you think it's going to be like amateurs and shit. Everybody just having fun. And it's silly and everybody fun. You know, white people drunk and shit, having fun. I'm like, cool. We found this one karaoke spot downtown or whatever. So I'm like, perfect. I've never been to this one. I looked at the crowd. It was black people, white people. And what I liked about this karaoke bar is they have, they allow you to write down what you want to sing. Versus you have to look through some book and it's only one black song on there. So I was like, bet, let's go. I had picked, um, what's that? Uh, it's a um, music soul child, uh, him and uh, Mary J. Blige. Damn, let me pull that. Uh, if you leave. Yes, yes. Cause that if, means, you leave. if you leave. Yes, yes. So yeah. I picked that. I was, I was ready. I was ready, right? She didn't pick a song because, you know, she was nervous. I was like, whatever. So... I'm waiting and waiting. As, as I'm waiting, I'm looking up at the stage and I see people with these beautiful eyes, voices or whatever. I'm like, 
the hell is going on? I thought this was like karaoke or whatever. <laughs> and then people like they nah, it's always better for bad karaoke. That's a fuck. No fact. Bad karaoke is always better than fucking people who can actually sing. Like no yo, fact. So I, go to American Idol, my nigga. No fact. I was a little confused, like because they had like this little stage or whatever. First, it was like this white group or whatever. And you could tell like they was playing with their nose because they kept going back and forth in the bathroom. And every time they came out that bathroom, they had a hard time walking and shit. So when you talking like, about playing with their nose? Yeah, I was like, what the hell is going on? Why is this group cocaine? Something like that. I was like, why is this group stumbling all over the place? But like when they went up, they was like what I thought, like amateurs and shit. So I was like, cool. I'm gonna go up there and do my same thing. And then it was like 10 more people, because there was a lot of people that went before me. Or whatever, and they was all like on some American Idol shit. People had some of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard, or whatever. Motherfuckers came in the crowd and started performing. I heard like it was applause and shit. Like I was like, damn, it must be like I don't know. Def Jam must be in this bitch looking for new acts or whatever. So I was a little thrown off by that. <laughs> or whatever. So and then it was just one lady. You know how? Remember when we used to go to church? It'd be like one lady that come up and sing and have like the like a voice yeah. you never heard in an amazing voice. Yes, it was this voice sounded like fucking like yo, when did Whitney Houston get here? No facts. So I'm not a singer, but I know it has to be hard to sing while you're sitting down, right? She was at the bar, they gave her the microphone. I swear to God, everybody stopped what they was doing and started looking at her and shit. Like, but anyway, so that was over with or whatever. And then I, I never got a chance to go because I didn't realize how many people signed up or whatever, which I was happy because once I realized it was American Idol, I wanted no part of that shit because I was going to embarrass myself or whatever. <laughs> but, no, that would have been good, though. Like, no, 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 no. What, no hold that's on, hold what on. the karaoke is for. No, I agree. I agree. I just feel like I need to go to a different one because they. I think they were still holding on to some last hope of being signed and shit. But anyways... I, I, I quickly turned my attention to somebody else that was there because it was an old dude there. He had like a perm. He kind of looked like Jerome or Cat Williams or whatever. And he's a black dude. So I was looking at him like, oh, old school in here kicking and he's smooth. Until like maybe one o'clock that liquor got to sneaking in and shit. And he went up on the stage where they was performing at. He took the mic from one of them and he was like, I just want to let y'all know that I'll beat all y'all ass in this bitch. And I was like, well, this shit just took a turn for the left and shit or whatever. Nah, he was he, 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 was, he nah. was angry as hell and shit. Like they had <laughs> they had kicked him out or whatever. And then all I know, he was back in there again. And I seen him back on the stage and shit. He made some more threats and shit. So I had to figure out is we safe or not hell or whatever. Nah. So but that was cool. So we ended that up. That shit hilarious as fuck. This nigga wild. Oh yeah, and then I forgot before that we had went to um I was looking for like a black sipping paint because I've been on sipping paints before, but I'm like, let's do some black art or whatever. But we couldn't find one. So I found, well, I did see one, but it looked weird. It was like, when I looked on that website, it was like some black art, but then I also seen like a, 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 a dude that was damn near ass naked and they was painting him. So I was like, shit, I want no part in that shit or whatever. So we found this uh, sipping paint in Wauwatosa, beautiful ass place, move. That's when I made the um, I made the you know what I'm saying that Green Bay Packers feel because we finna be on the you know we playing tonight, my boys. It's finna get real. So that might be some of the worst art I've ever seen in my life. Well, I'm not a I'm not I, I I'm not Rico. You on mute, bro? You on mute? Yeah, Rico, I'm, you on me. Let's let's get let's dig into how. how no, hold on, that hold on. Look like somebody wiped their ass on that board, bro. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. That, 
Let me feel like the fucking high school feel. No, let me finish. Well, first, number one, I'm not an artist or whatever. And the girl I took with me to um, the Sip and Paint, she's big on art. So I was like, this would be cool for something for us to do or whatever. So I feel like we had a nice little time with that. Even though I feel like the whole theme that night was, it was supposed to be amateur, but everywhere I went, it was professionals and shit. Because when I went to the Sip and Paint- I saw you with a piece in your hand and shit? Yo, no. Mies, was you doing that shit with your feet? Because that shit looked like feet work. Art. No, that's cool. Get your jokes off. But I'm saying when I, when I did the sip and paint, I also noticed that it was like professionals in there that was like painting some of the most beautiful paintings I had ever seen or whatever. So I was like, clearly I'm I was misinformed what kind of night this was gonna be or whatever. So that that but I had a good night, so that was good. That sounds like a fun that shit. So that you was getting upstage the whole night basically. That shit sound like a fun ass day though. It, it, it sounds no, like you had a it nice fun. No, I had a I had an amazing time. Amazing time or whatever. And then as far as my hanging go, so I work with there's another teacher in my class, she's a black lady or whatever. And it's not that many black teachers or educators that work in a in that school or whatever. So, you know, we want to be on our P's and Q's, not to oppress the white people, but you know, they got stereotypes on us and all kind of dumb shit. But she be in there cutting up. Like our classroom is the only classroom that have like a full kitchen set in there. Like we have a refrigerator, a stove, you know, we have shit that classes don't normally have. And she be doing too much in there or whatever. Like last time when it was like a potluck, I was telling her, like, you know, the potluck, they just gonna have like little stuff here, like bring a snack or something. This motherfucker made some cabbage. Never eat white people, never, never eat white people food. No, keep him no, 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 keep in mind, like, we have a kitchen in there, but our kitchen is not for us to use, like to be on a stove cooking and shit. Like, you could just see. Oh, that she made cabbage in school. She made cabbage in the school, and you know, cabbage is strong as fuck, so it's floating all through the vents in the hallways and shit. Like, white people walking past, like, oh, my God, what is that smell? But anyways, that wasn't this week. This week, this week she did some other stupid shit. You made that shit funny as fuck. This week she did some other stupid shit or whatever. Like, she did, she was making a hamburger in the oven. Why she was using the oven, people, I don't know. We not supposed to be cooking on a stove or whatever. But she, I don't, and, and this why, is one of the teachers? Yes. She worked with me or whatever. She, she worked with me or whatever, so... She she making a hamburger, but I guess like the cheese on a hamburger had fell off. And you know, when it hit the bottom of the oven, then that causes problems and it's smoking. Shit, shit. burn. Yeah, so like mm-hmm. it, it was smoking our class and she forgot. Nigga, we in the school. So that hit the fire alarm. The fire alarm went off in the whole building. Everybody in the building had to clear the fuck out of the school. This was the first time I ever, like we have fire drills monthly, so that's nothing new. But it wasn't a fire drill. It was because she was burning a cheeseburger and shit or whatever. And then literally, I never seen like the fire department come on our fire drills. They came on our fire drills. They was rushing people like, move, 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 move. And the whole time I was just thinking like, this is because your dumb ass like in here making a cheeseburger. Like, bro, I should take this cheeseburger and smash it (laughs) in your face or whatever. So, yeah. You should (laughs) have did that, Stan. That's how... um, that's how my hanging been going or whatever. It's Man. always some. Oh, and so also work, work still been on some bullshit. Yeah, and also me and her had um, we had gotten to it because like my job is to manage and make sure like the class is running correctly, and her job is to make sure she's running the class. But most of the time, I'm running the class because like I just don't trust her judgment. She be doing stupid shit. But I had texted her because she wasn't there, and I was like. 
like the night before, you're not supposed to leave like the activities in my office. Like you just you you supposed to clean up, like do your job. Why are you leaving this shit in my office or whatever? Because I got an office inside my classroom, which is also unusual. We got a big ass classroom. So I'm like, yo, why you leaving like the stuff in my class? Like if they done with the activity, clean it up or have them clean it up. Or you and the kids do that or whatever. But she came back on some black girl shit and was got to talking crazy or whatever. So we had a little back and forth that 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 got a little intense on that part or whatever. But I had to quickly calm <laughs> no, down. For real. I had to quickly calm down because I I'm the one who have to like lead. You know I can't just be like going back and forth arguing. I got to still keep it professional. I mean she do too, but I'm the one in charge yeah. or whatever. So I, I I feel like I dealt with that pretty. Pretty solid because I did want to jump out of character when you she... handle that. You 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 handle that. How Russell Westbrook has been handling all of the criticism. You know how he they've been like, yo, he getting benched and he just like saying that shit in strides, like he not just wilding out. Because I actually respect him for that. But that's how you was handling that. Oh uh, yeah, I what I did with that situation is, I you know how you could like sprinkle like some truth within a joke or whatever. Like the joke make her feel comfortable, but the truth in there lets you know you still need to do your job. Because like I noticed when you work right. with black when you work with black people, for whatever reason, they feel like they can get over and play slick games and shit. Like but you would never facts. do this shit when a white that's man a whole comes. Facts. That's a thousand percent. That's have, a whole fact. That's not just working with them. That's employing them as well. That's like if you if you decide to choose, let's say you try to get like a landscaper that was black, a black owned landscaper or some shit, they gonna be trying to on some on some like, yo, let me just No facts, me, because just, like uh, the way the way our the way our class is set up is you have the educator and that's her job. You have the program manager, which is me, and then you have the area manager that's over me. When the the area manager comes to every school to make sure that the the classes are being ran correctly, when they come over there, I'm continuing to do what I do because I do my job on an everyday basis. When they come, she all of a sudden like the best teacher I've ever seen. And I'm like, yo, you don't keep this energy when it's just me and you. And like, I don't I don't fuck with that because we both black. Why you don't give me that same respect? That you get his white man and shit or whatever. Like just because we the same skin don't mean you can mm-hmm. try to play me and shit. Or whatever. So, and I know Rico got some examples like that too, don't you? When you was like uh, working and you was like over a bunch of people. Oh man! It? White people used to be like, "What the fuck? Not doing this!" And then another white person to come in. Ah, I get right on it. I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck, dog?" That's <laughs> like, how many times the, the the real nigga me, the real nigga me, almost came out and shit. Man, who you this telling? Like this though. this week. Like, because I had got the class, she wasn't there. I had text her because I have an office that's attached in my classroom as well. I text her. I'm like, yo, um, I'm like, why you leave the activities from last night in the office? Like, next time, if they done with it, had the students cleaning up. And then if it's whatever's left, you could clean it up as well. And she texted me back. I swear to God, she texted me back. She's like, I'm going to need you not to text me this or whatever, because I'll be cleaning up after you as well. And I was like. You don't clean up after me. You clean up after the students. That's your job. Like you talk, but I had to. I had to check myself. Like, yo, you actually because if I go there, then we gonna go there, and it's gonna be unprofessional. So you just unlocked a whole another conversation that I'll be having with my wife, Meech. As as being a black man in a, in a real role and shit, like being a supervisor or some shit like that, I don't fuck with nobody. Shay, that shit is ninety. A hundred times harder and shit. That's a fact. Way like, harder. She asked I don't me, be seeing half the... I'll, 
she asked me, she was like, um, no, you go ahead. In, in, in one of the texts, I could pull this shit up. She was like, um, she's like, I, I, she's like, so you trying to put me in my place? Like, no, I'm not trying to put you in your place. I'm asking you to do your job. Yo, you never told the white man that come. Is he trying to put you in your place? Like, like who the fuck? But I was like, Black you know people. what, bro? Let me chill out, bro. Cause you're going to take me to a place where I'm not supposed to be in this professional setting. So I'm gonna let your work yeah. speak for itself, and you gonna just the car is gonna. And lay you know the worst lay. part about all that, Meech. Mm-hmm. The say worst part shit. about all that is like, let's just say if you, because you you said you over her, right? Yeah, it's my job to. When like, she get the fucking up and shit, when you get when she get the fucking up, they gonna be looking at you like, well, how come she isn't meeting up to your potential facts, standards? Facts, Demetrius. I've, I've had conversations. That shit get on my fucking nerves. I've had, I've had conversations. We have meetings or whatever, and I tell her this like. Sometimes we have meetings that's professional, but it's also like we keep it real with each other. I'm like, yo, you know, it's not many black people that's working or whatever. So in in this field, we got to make sure we got each other back or whatever. Like, you know, they looking over me. They looking at you as well. We getting great because like we get graded off. of We get evaluated off of our classroom or whatever. You know, they come and see and make sure everything is running correctly as far as licensing and estate, and then our area manager just makes sure we follow in the rules and the curriculum. So I'm like, yo, if you're not doing your job, then that looks bad on me or whatever. Like, they're not going to come at you first. They're going to look at me like, why are you not holding this up? And then it's like, it's times where, Facts. it's times where like, yo, I let you pass with some shit, but that's not because that's, that don't mean to, that don't mean to fuck me over. That means I gave you the benefit of the doubt. You're going to fuck you gonna force That's me, me to, giving you faith that you can do the fucking job. You're going to force me to <laughs> act like a white man and just go strictly by the book. Like, that's that's how yes. you got to treat, that's how yes. you, unfortunately, unfortunately, that's how you got to treat our people because they like to play funny games and get over and do silly shit that they would never do to the white man. That's an old fact. But yeah, that, facts. Facts. that wraps up my, um, my hanging, though. Yeah, if like you were talking for like 30 minutes, though, didn't you? That's but, um, he was speaking some no, was going, no, 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 that was real chat. Hey, hey, no, that's why, that's why I let him get that shit off. Because I'm like, hey, where your hat at so I can throw some change in there, dog? Because you speaking some shit. Mm-hmm. He was speaking some shit. So what? But um, as for myself, uh, Mackin, Mackin has been going well. Um, we got a couple, we got a, a party we going to uh, later tonight. Uh, her homegirl birthday is today, but I'll be late because I'm going to the Packer bar to watch my boys beat some 49ers ass. Like a real nigga um, should. But yeah, over, all, all in all, yeah, all in all, uh, Mackin is going well. Um, yeah, but my hanging, my hanging, that shit has been wild as hell. I had, I, Mitch's work week was crazy, but my shit was like some next level wild shit. That's why, because like, it was funny. I was seeing messages like, uh, so me and uh, Rico and Meech, we, we got a group uh, chat and y'all was active as hell. Even in my other group chats, like uh, Nige and everybody was active as hell. I was so buried in work this week. It was, it was ridiculous. I've never been this goddamn tired and stressed in my whole goddamn life. At one point, like I remember I was getting ready to go into this other meeting, but my stomach just started bubbling like hell because I had to take a shit because I was, I was going through so much goddamn. I was going through so much damn stress and shit. Shit was wild as hell. So let me give y'all the backdrop of what the fuck was happening, right? So I am on two big ass accounts. Cause you know, 
uh, I do digital advertising, mainly advertising for Google. Like companies give us budgets and I position their, their um, company on Google when somebody searches for their shit, whatever. So I got two major accounts. One is a travel account and one is education. And mind you, I'm dealing with like millions of fucking dollars, all this shit. But normally on these accounts, there's like directors and like all of these big humongous ass dudes over these shits, right? Wednesday comes around, right? Wednesday, I'm thinking shit is sweet because, you know, you got to remember I had Monday off. So Monday was MLK day. It was good. I was like reading my books, having a fucking fantastic ass day. I'm like, I was reading at Atomic Habit. I'm like, I'm about to go to work. I'm about to be as the greatest man I can possibly be. I said that. Wednesday come around, right? On day, I get a, a message from this uh, other director. And he's like, yo, just letting you know, uh, the, the director of our education account, he's not in today. He's out sick. My other director on the travel account, he's out because he's doing a little, remember the uh, uh, paternity leave I was telling you, telling you all about? Yeah. It's another director that was uh, on that account as well. He randomly decides to be out too and shit, right? So, give you the account. We down two directors on, on one account and one director on the to you. What does that mean for me? I'm literally in charge of both of these. I'm the I'm the end all be all answer for travel and education, right? So, soon as that shit happened, I start getting demands out the blue, like blam, 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 like. For the uh, travel client, it was like, yo, we need uh, this campaign launch right now. We need somebody to walk us through this campaign. But like all of this shit that was normally directed for um, one of the directors, it was for me. It's just, I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right, I can do that. I'm like telling them like, yeah, I can do I can do that. And then I go into this meeting with this education uh, client and we had to present this report. Mind you. My travel client, I had a report that was due in like 30 minutes, but I couldn't work on it because I had to do this fucking uh, educational uh, reporting call. I started going into that shit. And this education client, they're they're like located in Atlanta. So they got like so they got a uh, like black and white. So many people on this shit. But I'm the nigga that normally does all the talking on the call. Like I'm talking to their team, talking to our team. And um, it's like 40 people on this call and just me presenting this report. Midway through the report, one of the dudes just just stopped me and shit, and just proceeded to just let loose on my eyes. Really, like just start going in. Like we sent, I sent the email, blah blah blah. You guys, are, uh, you guys didn't review. When are you gonna start? Like he just start going ham on me and shit. And that's you know, I'm like fighting. I'm like trying to explain to him, like no, uh, we was gonna answer. You know, like trying to say like what the fuck we was gonna do and shit. But mind you, you know when you on, on those. Uh, Similar to Rico, you you back in school. You know how like you log in and it shows you how many people that's online and shit that's yep. in that class. Like, imagine you getting grilled, but it's like forty people in this chat and everybody just looking at you, just getting destroyed and shit, right? So like he was just going ham, like we should end this call because I was like breaking down like some uh, stats that had nothing to do with anything. And they, they was actually kind of pissed because I was like, I had some shit about like cryptocurrency. Cause I just started rambling at one point. So I was like, so you, you guys never heard about uh, Bitcoin and shit? I was just talking about some more random bullshit. I was like, and then uh, one of the ladies on, on their on their squad, she just interrupted. I was like, uh, we will. pretty much she was pissed. And then one of the guys, he tried to like jump in and save me. But mind you, none of this shit is my job. Like I'm not supposed to be doing this shit at all 
I mean, it's good that I was doing it and I was able to try to fend it off, but like I was doing other people's job at that moment. Um, and then lady, uh, the, my coworker, he tried to like save because he was supposed to be the main guy. He's like the account director over like client services or whatever. So he supposed to like come in. So he tried to jump in and then old boy started destroying him as well and shit. And I tried to jump back in and then dude gave me some more haymakers. And then they gave us a wild deadline. He was like, all right, we're going to end this reporting call. Here's what I want. I want y'all to give me all of the budgets. We had to forecast like all of the budgets for the remainder of their the accounts that we have active for them, which that shit is a humongous ass ass. But he said he wanted that shit done that day. He was like, yo, all of these accounts, I want that shit done now. I couldn't even start working on shit because, you know, my other uh, client was out, like all the directors on the other client was out and shit. So I had demands on that shit that I was working through too. So long story, less long, I was up to like 10.30 p.m. working on this fucking, um, these reports for this education client and still doing all this other shit. But I tell you, I was so goddamn uh, stressed. Like, that day, I ended up missing the Bucks game had came on, missed that whole shit, missed the Joe but or the, the podcast I normally listen to, missed all of that shit. It was just like one big ass blur and shit. That shit was wild as hell. And then I was taking like uh, stress dumps and shit. Cause like, you know, when you, <laughs> no, you know, when you just gotta do some shit, but like, you like, fuck, like, literally, there was no, there was no answers behind, like, you know, like if there's if there's something behind you that can protect you from like what needs to be done and shit, like somebody else can help you. But when it's like literally you the last line of defense and shit, and you gotta be the one that responds to all this shit, that's where I was at. It was like this shit is needed. The count the dude that was over the old that's like client services, and just to give you a brief understanding of client service, that's the person who has to talk directly to the client. They don't have any of the knowledge that I have as far as like in the digital advertising shit. And if I'm the only one on a team that's there, then I just got to do this shit. You know what I mean? But mind you, I've never done like forecasting and all that shit. I mean, I've done it, but not to the level that this nigga needed that shit done. And the other guy, he had caught COVID, so he was out. So I'm like working late trying to figure this shit out. I'm hitting up motherfuckers like, yo, bro, you know I do this shit? I was Googling all type of wild ass shit. But so basically, that, was under that, that same pressure they got Russell Westbrook. I was so fucking that. exhausted by the end of that work week. I was thinking, Facts. Nah, that, yeah, I mean, because it was like, well, not even that, because at least Russell Westbrook, I was, it was the equivalent of like trying to do something that you wasn't supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? Like, I was doing the other person's job, like people's job they that was supposed you up to the pool without a life jacket. Right. And that, and it was more so because people was out. So it was just like, you just got to step in and do this shit. But, and, you, I mean, you will, the thing you'll find when you have to do that shit, it forces you to learn some shit fast because you don't have a choice. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have, you can't ease your way into that shit. Like, if I was learning about the, the forecast and coming up with that shit, you could just read about it and be like, but imagine, like, let's say, Rico, you learn how to do IT shit, right? Right now. But then randomly it's a fucking storm and they like, yo, no, you got to do this shit right now to save your fucking job type shit. It was that type of shit, yo. And that shit was stressful. Nah, that that shit stressful as fuck. I know what that pressure is all the time and shit. And Hell I yeah. Kind of pressures when I'm in meetings and shit. Yeah, and that shit was like, I was like, what the fuck? And um, so I was up all goddamn day. Um, well, most of the day Wednesday and shit. And then I had this fucking humongous ass reporting meeting in the morning for another for the other client that the other dude was out. So I had to lead the whole fucking reporting call. And that's with the client that we're spending like millions of dollars on and shit. So 
it's just been a wild ass week. So yesterday when, when Friday came around, we had this party to go to, um, you know, the work week was over and I was telling Daniel, like, yo, I ain't gonna lie. I've never been this damn tired in my fucking life. This tired, but this, this amount of, uh, overall work stress either. So I just decided to stay in the house. I can't, I was so tired. I can't even watch the damn books game last night. Like I started watching like the first half of it and I was like, fuck this. I just went to sleep and shit. I couldn't take that shit. So that's kind of why I was, um, when we got into our pod, because I was like, damn, how am I? I'm really exhausted as fuck. But when I woke up this morning, I was feeling good as hell as far as like my exhaustion level. But overall, bro, that week was a nightmare and shit. And the funny thing about it, like I started off the week, you know, I had a four day week. It might have been the longest four day week I ever had in my damn life. And I started off the work week great as hell. And I told you I was like reading those books and all that. Um, and uh, that's, that just, it was just wild how that shit happened. But I, I can agree with what Mitch was saying. Like, he was chasing old boy. I started asking myself uh, all type of wild-ass life questions at doing that shit. I'm like, yo, am I wasting my life earning money and shit? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I was like, yo, is this shit worth your fucking, like, just filling all this shit? I told you I was taking uh, stress dumps and shit. <laughs> like, I was like, I was just going to the bathroom and releasing that bitch. At one point, I almost missed a meeting because I was in the bathroom taking a dump and shit. I had to let that shit go. That shit was wild as hell. <laughs> like that should be wild. Like there's nothing I can do and shit. And there's nothing worse when you know for a fact, like if they finna ask you some shit, you ain't got no fucking answer to. You just gonna be rambling and shit. My thing is, it just like yo, just keep talking until you figure what the fuck going on. And shit. One thing I can say though, doing this pod actually helped me a thousand percent. You know, I gotta present all the time to clients. All the time. So like me doing this amount of talking. It, it led me. It gave me like different tricks I can do when I'm talking and shit. So this had this has actually been a good uh, practice when it comes to like public speaking and doing all of that shit. Cause like I was leaning on some of the shit I've been trying to do in this podcast. I was leaning on that some of that shit when I was talking to um, to the clients. But hey, I got something on one that. One thing I, I kept telling myself. I feel the same. I don't hold, need hold on. One thing I kept. Hold on, hold on, let me, let me, I'm going to do I just want to take this one small thing out. One thing I kept telling myself, I'm like, all right, yo, just think of it like this. All these positions they putting you in that's super uncomfortable, that means you're going to make extra wild, crazy money now and shit. If they got you doing, like, if you're doing director level shit, just think about the amount of bread you're going to come into from this experience. That's what I kept telling myself as I was doing that bullshit. But what was you saying, Mitch? No, I agree with you when it comes to the public speaking, because <clears throat> I was thinking about this a couple of days ago. Like, I remember when I was like a teenager and I used to like do the little rapping stuff because every black kid either try to rap or play basketball or do both. And when I was doing that or whatever, we used to like do little rap shows and, and it used to it wasn't a lot of people, but it was people there that I'd never seen. And I was thinking about that the other day, like, yo, this actually helped me when it comes to like speaking in the public or whatever. And then when I think about teaching, I'm like, yo, even though these are just students and it's speaking in a different setting, it helps me as well versus, I mean, also with the pod, like I think about all of that together, all of that shit makes a difference when it comes to like public speaking. So I ain't mean to cut you off, but I, I agree with that. Oh, no, that's all good. Shit. Yeah, hell yeah. And that's, that's so that's why, I, and I, I, that's kind of what I've been looking at because I'm like, reading when i've been i've been reading this uh this book this atomic habits shit and um 
it got me to think and shit. One, it got me to think about how I engage in success. Um, and one of my takeaways from that shit is like, am I, are we gauging success based on the amount of people who listen and follow, or are we gauging success based on how we deliver the podcast? So I was thinking, I'm like, yo, it ain't even about who we get to li- listen and all this shit. It's more so about the performance of how we all do, like, if we getting better as, you know what I mean, and then let the people come in as they come. But, like, are you progressively getting better at the craft of podcasts? You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what I was getting at from that shit. But if y'all haven't had a chance, y'all should definitely go check out that Atomic Habit books. One thing to call out, that shit made me rethink about how I do, how I view goals. Because the book was saying, like, yo, don't set goals. Because goals are the shit that limits you and shit. And a lot of times when you set goals, you don't really accomplish that. You don't accomplish a lot of goals. You know how you can set something like, damn, how the fuck did I... You do some of them, but you you can't complete the whole fucking list and shit. And it's like, you only don't set goals because it, it's a limiting of how much... What you need to do. And it isn't clear on all the shit you need to do to take it. So it's like, instead of setting goals, build systems, right? So like... Figure out what the type of shit you want to become. So instead of saying like, yo, I want to set a goal of uh, being healthy. It's like, nah, set a system of being healthy. You know what I mean? So like, what does that shit look like? How does that shit go about? What would a healthy person do in this moment and shit? And then like, how do you build like small ass habits of doing that shit? So I think I think that shit's going to take me to the next level when it comes to like progressing um, outside of work and shit. Like building systems around certain things I want to occur and shit, whether that's becoming a better podcaster, fucking... You know what I like uh, about what you just said too, Trey? What's up? Um, The fact that the shit that me and you reading is shit that it's gonna it's go force us to have to do that shit outside of our regular work uh, format nice. and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's gonna force us to have to engage and do things differently and shit like that. And, and for me personally, um, it's just making me do a lot more understanding about myself and being a lot more honest with a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, a lot of these books is that I'm reading. Like I was telling Trey uh, before the, what's the name? Uh, And hold on, on. pause, pause. And I'm going to just tell you, this is the, our reading nigga segment right here. So we, this is, we, we, we want to kind of add a little bit of some shit that can help you be like, all right, I should go check this book out or whatever. So we're gonna call this oh you a read nigga. That's what this segment is called and shit. But go oh but Rico, since he's walking away, I'll just tell you a book that I'm reading. It's called Atomic uh, Habits by James Clear. Go check that shit out. It's all about doing like if you evaluate the type of habits that you have, like how can you make the habits you have more beneficial to the person you want to be? And you don't have to do nothing drastically. Like one of the principles in the book is like Changing one thing by 1%. But if you do that shit every day, a 1% change is something you want to occur. Let's say you was like, yo, I want to save money. What's a small ass thing you can do? Something small, nothing that's going to be like hard as fuck. Like, I'm gonna just, you can do a dollar or 50 cent. Yeah, like as long something. As you're doing it. As long as you're doing it because you're training yourself to save and then you can start progressively getting better. But that could be anything, losing weight, all type of shit. But go, go what you were saying, though. Um, my, my next three books for the week will be, um, the unapologetic, the unapologetic guide to black mental health. Mm. Um, the seven, the seven spiritual laws of success Mm -hmm. and this book called the compound effect. 
those yeah, would be yeah. my books for the week. Oh, but you said you were checking out uh, Atomic uh, Atomic Habits too and shit. I you am. Know. I'm gonna buy it. I'm just not reading it this weekend. Shit. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. What about yeah, you? Those would be my books for the weekend. As far shit. as reading, what you got going on, bro? Oh, I ain't reading a goddamn thing. Shit. Only thing I'm reading is headlines on, nah, on the I internet. Feel, I feel like that. Hey, shit. One step at a time, my nigga. One step at a goddamn time. But speaking of shit on the internet, so there's been this um, thing that's been happening in the court system when rappers get arrested, right? The court typically tries to use certain songs to deem whether the rapper is innocent or guilty. They'll use their lyrics um, like uh, y- YB uh, Melly, um, Bobby Schmurder. Those are just a couple examples of like artists that rap that, that said disparaging things within their lyrics. The court system actually used that to prove their guilt. Um, so Jay-Z and a bunch of other rappers um, are deciding to like make this a known thing to like figure out how can we stop you know courts from using rap lyrics because at the end of the day rap is supposed to be fictional it's not like like you can't use movie um you can't use movie related themes in in courts just because somebody is killing somebody on 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 uh actual video whatever so jay-z and a bunch of other rappers are backing the law uh to to stop artists lyrics from being used in court and then new york actually passed that law or passed um I don't know if they passed the law, but it was, I think they passed the law this week where you can't use rap lyrics in court. How do you feel? How do you guys feel about like overall people using rap lyrics or the court system using rap lyrics in court to prove somebody's guilt? And do you think it's fair that you can go first? That somebody can use that shit in court? Racist. How I feel about that shit. That shit big time racist. Like, Rap is supposed to be art, just like any other art. That's racist as a bitch. Like you ain't gonna if we if we doing that, then let's get into rock and roll and let's get into country because sometimes rock and roll talk about some evil devilish shit in there or whatever. Like, is we gonna use that on them when they mm-hmm. on trial for whatever? They ain't get on person? Kurt Cobain about that shit. Exactly, and then let's get into country music. They talk about like. We was joking earlier about domestic shit, but they talk about that shit real life on there and their music and all kind of other shit. Like, that shit racist is a motherfucker. Like, what do my rap song got to do with my actual life? Like, sometimes there may be special cases where that shit he was saying on the song was actually what happened in real life. But we're not going to make this a, a normal theme where we taking rap lyrics and now we putting you on trial for what you said in your song. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, we ain't doing that in no other field but the field that happened to be predominantly black. Now, right? Like, stop with the bullshit. Now, let me let me now let me ask you this thing though. So what if the lyrics are really egregious? Let me point something out real quick. So YB Melly, he had his song yep. called Murder Mis- on My Mind and on my mind. And he goes, he's good, he goes, uh Wake up this morning, I got murder on my mind. AK-47, Mac-11, glass, I got murder on my mind. And then he said, uh, I'm trying to see where he said he killed his homeboy and shit. So he basically, but, that whole song was basically him telling that he murdered his homeboy and shit. But how, how do we know? Did it? 
but how do we know what is fiction and what is what is true though? Because okay, like at the okay. end of the day, it could be me since me sensationalizing the idea of murder, but it couldn't be me telling you. Like that's the thing about entertainment and about art. Like it's up for the interpretation, but you can't tell me what's factual, what's not. You know what I mean? So I agree with me. It's like you shouldn't be able to use that shit in the fucking court. You know what I mean? So can I can I go real quick? Do your thing, bro. Although, although I agree with y'all, I agree with y'all to a certain extent and shit. Um, when when rap first started, it wasn't all this whole, all this all uh, shoot 'em up, bang 'em up, kill kill, all this shit. If that's all you got as far as music go, then maybe nigga, you shouldn't be doing it and shit. Like it's our conversation from last week though. Remember the shit we was talking about, like the different, the two different genres of hip hop and shit. Yeah, like niggas can't be. And and so I always about, tell niggas. What about this. what about rock and roll when they talk about like worshiping the devil and shit? If that's all they got, then should they stop then? Well, worshiping the devil ain't killing somebody though. Yeah. Worshiping, worshiping the devil. Is there any songs about them? Wait, 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 wait. 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 I don't wait, listen wait, to let rock me get and back roll, to my but point, I'm saying dude, worshiping the it. devil can lead to some to some dark shit that turns into real life things. Right. Let me get back to my point real quick though, right? Because you what you're saying is right. But what I also don't like is is the hypocritical standpoint and shit like this. Niggas, niggas want to get rich for saying that shit, but don't want the consequences that come behind that shit like that. Jeezy told you niggas to trap and die and sent his school and sent his kids to school and shit. Like you, you can't be hypocritical with certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is you talking about? This if art. you go, if you go rap the shit, your art, your art can also affect people too. Again, he told niggas to go trap or die. Okay, so and that- sent his kids to school. No, nah, I agree that's with taking, Mitch though, because I'm just taking no. That's did, taking no. Yo, account- I did this. Hold on, hold on. That's taking no accountability on the individual yourself. If you that gullible, where you like, okay, since Jeezy said it, now we got to be out here trapping. It's motherfucking music. Like, get the fuck out of here. But we ain't go. I, I said I was being honest with niggas all year. Niggas still to this day. Still saying the same thing. They still using the same lingo. And then when niggas get in trouble for it, everybody want to bitch and cry about it. Like you can't you can't have it both ways. But I and, think and, and again, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you on the aspect of they shouldn't be able to use it. All I'm saying is you niggas can't be out here being macho man and being tough, because let's be honest, everything on the everything on the internet now is a spectacle and shit. But These niggas doing more okay, telling about, on themselves than anything. What hold on, about, hold on, hold on, about, hold on, hold on, hold on. So what, what about hold on, hold on? Yeah, hold on. I, I mean I got some I got some hold on, yeah, I got some I got some counterpoints real quick. Cause the only thing is this shit isn't balanced though. Like we can't get mad at just just cause rap do it. Cause like I, I just did a quick Google search and most of the top ten songs about killing is all rock and roll and shit. Like it's no, a that's song a fact. That's like I said. Living, uh, the art of killing, killing time, which is a Metallica song about killing people and shit. Like why can't if if those if those um, songs aren't being used in court to prove that they're uh, murdering someone. Why is rap used? And we already know rap. Meech already said it. It's racism. Like they more so believe that we are the savages that we paint, and then they give the whites more of a benefit of of the doubt. You know what I mean? But whites, whites also ain't the people that's going. Whites also ain't the people for for all of that. And uh, and all I'm doing is playing devil's advocate, right? What's the likelihood of them bringing up a white person to trial for some lyrics versus them doing a black person? You know what I'm saying? Like black people. Yeah, they are talking about devil worshiping and shit like that, but you ain't finna hear that shit from 
you finna hear that shit from a select group of people. Rap is the number one genre in the world right now and shit. Well, when so you uh, go hear it no, all no, the time and shit. Not even that, because like when rock was the number one genre with Kurt Cobain rap- and the Beatles. I don't know, and, and with Metallica, they were way bigger than rap, and they was talking about murdering niggas. So your point of just because they was number one, you can't really say that because rock and roll was doing that when they was number one, and that shit was not having the same impact in court. Like they didn't take I, those. I, I gotta highly disagree with that. All the top rock and roll songs that I've ever heard ain't never said nothing about killing and shit. None of them. Y'all know who Kurt Cobain is, then, bro. Okay. This whole shit was about killing killing yourself, suicide type of wild shit. What'd you guys say, Mish? I mean, we pretty much said it. I mean, at the end of the day, this shit is all racist. Like, if you're telling me that my art that I'm making all of a sudden now we're going to be used in a court of law, like, what's the point of making music then now? Like, you telling me I shouldn't be able to talk about... I shouldn't niggas be able to... making music beforehand you, without so you... doing all that shit that they doing now. Who cares, bro? It's music. You telling me I can't rap about selling drugs if I'm not selling drugs? You telling me I can't rap about like violence if I'm not doing violence? Like what? Okay, hold so on, wait, hold let on. Me let, let me speak. Let me speak. Let me speak. Let me some good points. Let me speak. There's country songs that talk about cheating on your spouse, and they probably who they could be. They could they could be um, faithful to their partner, and all of a sudden you think cheating is cool because they're talking about it in a country song. Like get the fuck out of here. Like music. Is art just like art is art? If you make a picture of something violent, that don't mean you should be on trial for the shit. Like, what, what is we talking about? That's an old fact. And you're and and the problem that I have with that statement is, as an artist, it's your responsibility. Like, you're you're just as responsible as the person is and shit. Stop. You Please. you are literally just as responsible as the person. Like, no, if you see. But art is art. Art shouldn't be in a box, though. You can do whatever art, and people interpret interpret your art however they want to interpret your art. You can box yourself in because you you fear how people will will interpret or be impacted by your art. It's your art. They but ain't nobody respond. boxing. You can't box nobody in. Trey telling niggas to trap or die, bro. That's not boxing the nigga. And not ain't no, you, dude. You can listen to the and song. Ain't no interpretation just... of that either, though. No, I'm saying if I'm telling you that shit, it's still a song. Just like if you watch American Gangster, it's it's, it's a movie about selling drugs and all this shit. You can interpret that shit to mean go do whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's still up to you to go do that shit. I'm not forcing you to do anything. And my art, I'm not gonna have to put a limit to what I can say just because I'm I'm scared how it will influence you. It's like, bro, you your own person. I'm an artist. I paint. I do whatever. If there's not, if I want, you can't tell me if there's a cap, if there isn't a cap on other forms of art, like what my brother was saying with country music or rock and roll or fucking, uh, uh, what's those terror movies and shit. Like, there's not a cap to that, but like you saying, since, since black, uh, art, which is hip hop and rap, is having more of a bigger impact, then they should start to cap theirs. No, I feel like. No, 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 no. It's, I didn't say I was. I was playing devil's advocate. That, I, I agree say, with Meech and shit. Yeah, I was just we playing devil's advocate. We had to do that for every form, then, because it's like y'all can't just tell us, yo, y'all the only genre that sh- can't make this type of shit. Everybody else, y'all can talk about where the fuck y'all want. Y'all influence is too heavy. Y'all can't do this. It's like nah, leave it to that. Should be more of a discussion based on the actual parents, the family, whatever, whatever, and society as large. It has nothing to do with my art. You determine, like Gigi said, chop a dot. Yeah. But if I have, like, it ain't tell me to trap or die. Niggas was just making a decision whether they want it. He didn't force you to do whatever. You decided to do that shit based on that music and shit. So I wouldn't I, I don't know. Because I, I, I got one more argument to that and shit. 
Say it, bro. Lil John was getting niggas ass whooped and shit. And Trey, you know it just like I know it and shit. We seen niggas getting their ass whooped when Lil John came on and shit. Yeah, but that still was a decision somebody made, though. That was just a decision somebody exactly. when they you heard cannot, it, they decided. You to cannot do. blame artists for people yeah, making personal choices. choices. Ain't nobody putting no gun in your head and saying yourself. That's what you too. What is they just painted a lot. Only thing is, it's just the hip. It's just the hypocrisy of it. It's just like yo. Just don't if you're not gonna do that for other forms of art, because like 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 me to was saying, you can draw a picture of somebody getting their head chopped off. If I go out and chop somebody's head off, you telling me that I can't draw pictures like this no more and shit. Like that's a form of art also. You can make a movie. So many movies but they like will tell you that though. That's the problem. If, if you was to draw if you was to draw if you was to draw you cutting off somebody's head, right? And they told you and they sent you to a fucking shrink, the first thing a shrink gonna tell you is don't do that again and shit. No, those pictures exist though. Yeah, that they, artwork is out no, here. They and ain't no one they, ever told them to stop. They tell you not to do that if you're a kid. If you're a grown up and you're an artist, you are free to make whatever art you're free to make. They only doing this because right. this is the predominant. But you only you only free to art. make that art if it don't you you know the difference between that means you know why you free to make that art because you you're free to make that art because you're working under the guise that people don't think that you will really do that shit. That's the same. No, no, you're not. I'll tell you, I was no, no, no. I was actually watching this uh, documentary. Actually, me and you was watching that shit, Rico. The Cecil Hotel documentary. Yeah, remember, dude said he was I'll, drawing. I'll all, he said well. uh, there was an artist on uh, that was drawing all these devil art shits online, right? And then people, the motherfuckers, was actually trying to do that. The dude that started killing niggas and shit. Remember the dude? Uh, I forgot the nigga that was. Uh, he was murdering hell of people in New York and shit. But they say he seen do art and decided to just start doing that shit. But nobody told him like, "Yo, stop making this art." He had free reign to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do and shit. What about the Slenderman nigga? What Slenderman nigga? The Slenderman nigga was telling people to fuck people up, and they did it and shit. And he was art at first. He made a song about it. He didn't make a song, but he was art. What? How was he art? What did he do? What was his art? First, he was a pitcher, and then they end up making him. I forgot how the whole little shit go, but he was basically one of the type of. He was he was he was one of the uh, the things where he was basically telling kids to fuck people up and shit, and then them 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 kids and Walker Shaw have fucked the person up. But that's either here or there. Meet you right, you know what I'm saying? It is racist and shit. I was just playing devil advocate on this. What's the name? It was just like yo, like niggas can't be sitting right here saying they go smoke your ass, and then when they do it and say it in the song and shit, and then be surprised when you get locked up. But you gotta remember because a lot, but a lot of the. A lot of the rappers don't be doing that shit because it's based on a perception of what what they want to sell to the audience. So it's like some of them don't do it, just like some of the actors aren't really murdering motherfuckers. Most of the actors aren't really murdered, but it's just I, this is the 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 idea I'm trying to get across. So it's like don't limit my idea. You know what I mean? Some people actually are doing that shit, but it's like if the grand scheme of most people, you know, how they say yo, most rappers ain't doing none of this shit they rap about. But similar to most anything, most rap, most. Fucking country singers aren't just choking their wives out, or most fucking actors aren't just at, at the crib just killing people. And then they do decide, like when Heath Ledger took the art too serious and actually killed himself because he became the uh, Joker and shit. You want to tell people to like, yo, stop trying to act out the Joker or stop doing this form of art. You know what I mean? Like, you know they say, um, you know they say method acting. Like when you do method acting and shit. That's yeah. actually they like that can get motherfuckers killed, but they're not banning actors from doing method acting. They just like that's a form of acting. You can do that shit. It can probably kill you and shit, but you can do that shit. Even Will Smith in his book when he was talking about he did yeah, he the, said uh, 
he fell in love with old girl based on that type of that style of acting. So all in all, art shouldn't have any limitations. You do what you do and you just hope society is being, is better equipped to deal with it, but it's not up to you. You it's your art, you know what I mean? And again, I, I want to preface with saying uh I agree with both of y'all and shit. I was just playing devil's advocate and shit. But on 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 that one, like I said before, on that one aspect, I just feel like if niggas gonna be dumb enough to say that stupid shit, then just be ready to do the consequences behind it and shit. But why should there be consequences though? Cause you can't be sitting right here smoking a nigga in real life and then going on record saying you did it and shit. But if it's just art, it's just art though. We don't know if nah. they did it or not though. They could just be just lying and shit. No, nah, I'm saying if it come out true and shit. Oh no, yo, y'all free to do whatever the fuck y'all want. You know yeah. what I mean? And, uh, you know, we 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 all live by the same laws, and everybody know the laws and everything else. It's like no, nigga, we, we prepare for we whatever. We all don't live by the same laws. Shit. That's a lie, nigga. You should know that as a black man, yeah, we don't all live right. by the same laws. You right? No, 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 no. You're right. Let me correct myself. You're right. The laws definitely don't work in in our favor as a black man and shit. So let me take that back. You're absolutely correct. But yeah, man, you niggas know you niggas. If you niggas know better, you do better and shit. And speaking of. Uh, Someone who actually had to deal with the use of lyrics in the courtroom, Bobby Schmurder, um, where he went to prison for that whole little situation. Of, yeah, I think it pretty much told on his whole gang and shit. But they all went to jail, though, and he and he was he was deemed a stand up guy for you know taking the charge, going to jail, serving your time. Bobby didn't tell on that whole he gang. Was, what he was he was stand- hold on, but let me. I'm trying to intro this. He did tell on the whole gang. You said he told on them. Nah, but let me let me. Just- yeah, let me intro this topic. The, the lyrics in the song literally told everything that happened in a, in a particular day. Oh, that's a yeah. Story. I mean, the whole he case. didn't actually so, go to court and tell on yeah. him. No, 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 no. I'm saying the the, the lyrics in the song basically told the story of a whole day and shit. But I watched got, the whole. I watched that whole what's in there. Yeah, but yo, but let's, you gotta, so let me. You have that's, to be careful. Topic, you, so, I know but, it's not the topic, but you have to be careful on. What you putting out here? Like we ain't finna portray that Bobby went and told on niggas like six nine did. We seen six nine in court telling this shit. No, that no, 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 no. I'm I'm not saying that he. I'm not. I'm not saying that he went and and the verbally told noise. on them. I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. Nah, that's somebody buzz trying to get buzzed in. Oh, I'm not saying that he verbally told on him at, in any form or measure and shit. I'm saying the. The whole conversation that we just had about the whole little lyrics thing, I mean, technically he did tell on the whole gang and shit. He told everything that happened and shit. All right, let's move on. <laughs> nah, so what I was going to say was, um, so Bobby Smurder served his time and everyone was saying like, once he got out, he would be welcome. With, you you know, get off of it. Welcome oh, with- that's what I was saying. Let me just... Just Wait, let me clear one small part. They didn't. They said he was real a for doing his time and b because him and that dude Roddy was facing, I think, sixteen years apiece. And they told Bobby if he didn't take, if he didn't take some time or something like that, that him and his guy had to do the thirteen or sixteen years apiece, and he sat down longer so him and his guy can get seven and seven. Yeah. So that that's, that's why they was praising him and shit. Right. So yeah. So they was praising him for that. Right. So. Naturally, you know, hip hop welcomed him. He just he he was uh released last year, right? 20, 2021. He just he had got out. Um and for the most part, hip hop welcomed him back. Quavo picked him up from the jail cell. Everybody been, you know, around him. Like you've seen a lot of rappers trying to be around him just because 
when you think about someone that's official, everyone say, yo, I'm official tissue and all this. And like, there was an, a polar opposite of what wasn't official, which was in hip hop is mine, six, nine. But then you finally had what real supposed to look like, which was supposed to be Bobby Smurder, right? So mm-hmm. Bobby Smurder has been out joining his freedom. Um, and this past week he was on uh million dollars worth of game um and and he had this little intro where he was doing all these these dance moves these like weird ass dance moves um and before that he's been just got caught like doing like weird dance moves all over and everybody been kind of like looking at him crazy and i even so the the topic is is bobby's bobby losing some of his street cred with his dance moves and then how valuable is the perception of someone's street cred versus what they actually their actual street cred really is? Going to who going to first. Bring it up first? Uh, that nigga dancing ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Like first <laughs> off, that nigga whack one hundred need to shut the fuck up. First off and shit, that's number one and shit. And number two, I'll be dancing like a motherfucker too if I'm filthy ass rich and I just got out of jail and shit. Like nigga, I ain't supposed to be here right now and shit. I don't give a fuck with nobody tell me I'm living my Sex. life the way I want to live it and shit. Like, like I don't know what the fuck these niggas talking about. Like, nigga, all these niggas with opinions ain't get that nigga not a dollar or nothing and on his fucking... Hold on, and that's shit. exactly what I want to call out is that's the hypocrisy of what people think is real than what actual real comes out to be. Because, like, when somebody's performing to be a real whatever hood dude or whatever that shit is, they have an idea of what it's supposed to look like. So they trying to... You know, you know what Bobby Schmurder is, character. What's up? That nigga is focused and happy. That's what the fuck focused and happy is. Focused and happy, and but now I don't have to portray something that y'all want. Y'all want me to be tough and doing all this shit and just showing off like how what y'all deem to be real. You know what I mean? Like I don't have right. to go out to perform for y'all. I'm gonna be who I am, and that's kind of how he is. And if, if dancing like like weird is what he like to do, then like, shit. Nigga, dude, if he want to gyrate his hips all the fucking time, I don't give a fuck about dude gyrating his hips and shit. Like that's what people 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 gotta understand. My life and the music are two different entities and shit. Don't get them fucked up. That's what I'm saying. But that's how you know the real versus the fake too, though. All right, that's let me how you know who's actually pretending. And then who's not pretending? Because I don't have to. I don't have to fake like I am something. I am that. You know what I mean? But go. Yeah, I don't feel he losing his street cred. And like Rico said, nigga, of course I'm dancing. Like the number one reason I'm dancing is because I'm free. Ain't nothing like being free, nigga. At one point, my fucking freedom was taken away from me. So yeah, nigga, Facts. I'm fucking dancing. And then, like. Shit, let's let's let let's keep it a bean. The niggas that they may look at as doing weird shit, like you may say, uh, Bobby Smurder doing all this weird shit, making him look weird. Number one, Wack One Hundred looked like the fakest nigga to me. Like that be going around talking, that be going all around talking. It's normally the niggas that talk the loudest that be the softest and shit. We all learned that growing up in the hood, facts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like. Doing all of this dancing or whatever, nigga, who cares? Like, cause at the end of the day, you know what I went to jail for. So I'll dance and still do whatever I'm gonna do to you. And and I got some I got some cases. Nigga, I seen Uzi Vert doing all kind of weird dances, but when it came down to it, I seen him punch uh I seen him punch what's his name? Beat the fuck out of somebody. I seen him beat I seen I seen (laughs) him have Rich the Kid run for his motherfucking life. Them dances ain't stopped Rich the Kid from running this shit. 
I ain't, I ain't forgot about that shit. Mm-hmm. All of that young thug wearing a dress and shit. I also seen the game apologizing on the phone when he had problems with him. So I know it's politicking that comes with some of that shit or whatever, but like whether the niggas wearing certain shit, dancing silly or whatever, I, when it comes to Bobby Schmurder, uh, who I just say, um, um, who the other nigga I just said I'd be dancing with the shoulder, little Uzi Bird, and Young Thug or whatever. Like niggas, we could take it a step further. You know, you know one nigga that everybody called gay, but won't nobody test right now. Who? Thug. I just. Oh, yeah, that's what he just said. I literally just spoke on Thug. Yo, ass yeah. not listening. Like <laughs> you not listening at all. No, I didn't hear you. I heard you say. Um, I heard you talking about. Uh, Uzi no, and shit. No, I said Uzi did the dancing with the shoulder and niggas was looking at him weird until drama popped off and he had niggas running for their life and shit. Niggas looked at Thug weird when he was wearing yeah. uh, when he was wearing a dress or whatever, but it, I'm not from Atlanta, but uh, stories goes this nigga ain't the play he ain't the one to be played with for real in real life and shit. Facts. 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 Or, or whatever, so that's a, that's a huge fact though. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, you can say certain shit, but man, Separate entertainment from real life, because when real life pop up, these That's big, what I, and that was my larger point. Yeah, these want to be macho, macho ass people. Like the hood has always taught taught me, the nigga who's bouncing around is the nigga who really don't want no smoke. Facts, and that's what that's how. Mm-hmm. Thanks to what, what me just said, like that's normally how I use gays, like who I was finna whoop. Like when I was getting to fights back in the day and shit, like I knew. The one that was talking the most was like the one that was gonna get his ass with the fastest. Big facts. We both, you know what we, I mean? like, we both knew that. Like all bro, these we, stories of like big facts. But go ahead. But yeah, so I, I'm saying that, and then what? what back to what what Mitch was saying about uh, Whack 100. Like he is starting to look like hella goofy because like the like how let's you know how we were just talking about earlier in the pod like me and Rico deciding like reading all this shit like. I can't imagine being like in in my fifties and still on like the time. Everybody business, dog. Not even everybody business. Still on that like that that hood that that low vibration. That nah, uh, Trey. He in everybody business, bro. This nigga just called Master P broke, bro. That's why I forgot about that. That's why I love. My dog just been on. He been on some other shit. That's how I love how Twenty One Savage handled that. To me. 21 Savage, when he got into it with Wack, he showed me exactly how... He showed me this is how a real nigga will handle this situation, and Wack showed me how a fake nigga will handle that. By yelling and saying, I'm going to smack you. Yeah, knowing knowing you're not going to see me. And when you do oh, see yeah. me, you're not going to do shit. Dude was saying he going to smack him. All, all 21 nah, Savage said, though, 21 Savage said, all right, I'll see you when I see you. All that means is when I see you, I ain't speaking none of this. I ain't speaking none of this clubhouse right. shit, nigga. I'm 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 beating your ass. Also, Jim Jones just did the same thing when they uh, when he was on the radio and they was asking Facts. him about Freddie Gibbs. They were just like, Facts. like, yo, like, bro, I'm not here to project a, a persona to y'all. Like, he know what time it is, and like, if he's trying to project a persona to y'all, he like Whack 100. Do we actually stumble into a new topic? Like, Whack 100 and Freddie Gibbs are both the imitations of. What it's like to like portray a personality that you not that you not at all. Because even when uh when they when uh they were interviewing, I listened to the podcast and they was interviewing um Suge Knight, and then they was asking him about Wack One Hundred, and then he's like, "Yeah, was Suge Knight really, or was Wack One Hundred really like that?" And then Suge was like, bro, "No, bro, like he was my driver. Like he's not real at all. You know what I mean? Like, and he said when he he said the first person he going to see when he get out 
is whack one hundred. So <laughs> you got like people. Oh no, Trick Knight said he said well, the first person he's seen when he get out of prison is whack one hundred. That shit was hilarious. And we all know Suge Knight wasn't for play he got, play. He had niggas putting restraining on oh, yeah. orders on him. We just watched Suge Knight run a nigga over in broad daylight. And, and that's what Suge was saying. He was like, it's funny. Like now that I'm in jail and people think like I got to do all this time so they can start playing with my name. Like it's and that's what's happening with like whack one hundred. Like when people think they're protected at a certain uh, a certain level, like how Freddie Gibbs thinks, like I can threaten all y'all, but and I know by me saying this out there, it's gonna be a higher safety force out there to protect me. Same thing with Whack One Hundred. He thinks like, yo, if I can start talking right now and make people aware of these threats, if something happened to me, they'll know you did it. So you ain't foolish enough to mess you with know, me. I think that's what Whack One Hundred. Now that I think about it, this is all a six nine method and shit. Like he created this whole mm-hmm. I'm gonna be super loud and talk crazy because now the law is looking at us. So if y'all try to touch me, nigga, it's gonna be a real problem or whatever. So plus he had real gang members yeah. behind him protecting them. Or whatever. So. And I'm happy that last year, last year when Freddie Gibbs had dropped that project, and me and Rico was talking about how like dope that shit was, and me too was like, it was beyond this nigga look like a mechanic and all that shit. <laughs> and it's like now I'm starting to just see how dusty of a mechanic he really is. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> yo, like, bro, no one cares, bro. I don't think he understands. Like, I don't care. I don't even. Let's say he somehow beat up Jim Jones and shit. I don't care at all. That shit ain't gonna make me press play. It ain't gonna at make all. me. It ain't gonna make me look at your music differently, like bro. Like Actually, I never piss me off that you even initiating that type of goofy game and, shit. And, and the wild shit about it, I never viewed him as that. I remember when he was, I was just about like, to he, say he, that. He just like, now I don't need, that, that. That's why I'm so corny with him because like you didn't even come in the music industry on that type of energy. So now that you like forty plus years old, you trying to portray like. Some big gangster, like bro, and he got hold by Jeezy too. Though. It's like, bro, we don't even look at people you. Forget. We don't even look at well, you. People like, forget he got. Like, hold on, hold on. When I, when I, I don't mean to switch the topic, but like when I look at, it's not switching the topic. When I look at battle rap, of yeah, course, going. when I look at battle rap, of course, it's their job to like talk all crazy in these battles. But some, when I look at, it's one person I look at in that whole realm, and I believe, okay, he may actually be about this shit. When I look at Sue Surf, it's Surf. not it's I not it. it's not because of his raps. Like <laughs> I, I, you could kind of just feel somebody Surf and really been in some shit. Yeah, you could just tell no, a dirty you, nigga. You can just tell a burlap nigga when you see one. No, in fact, you, you can, can tell you he can, looked like Sue Surf like he was from there. Sure. No, you can feel the energy from Surf. Like he ain't even got a when he rap or when he do interviews, I can feel like, oh, he ain't just for play play, versus everybody else in that genre that just talk tough and not really about shit at all. And to me, that's the worst part yeah. about it, like about Freddie Gibbs. Like, bro, not me, but other niggas was liking your music just because you can rap. It had nothing to do with thinking you was tough. It was good. And all, all of this tough yeah, shit came out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck? What, what is you doing? And then they they spared you. They could have put the video out of you getting your ass beat in that club by Jim Jones and his people. Yeah. They ain't even make it to, and I'm sure it's a video. Yeah. They just didn't want to, you know. And that, that's what's up. That's snitching on themselves. Nah, but they say, that, he got to relax. I think what's so wild about dude is like his fan base is the backpackers. Like I don't think he understands. Like yo, your fan base is people who enjoy the rap. Like he don't he he's not attracting the fan base of like somebody who you believe is like on some truthful like hood game. You know what I mean? Like he's not attracting that fan base. He's a rapper, he's attracting, rapper. 
that's what I'm saying. He's attracting uh, people who value bars and lyrics and all of this. Like he he works with Areas. you know he does off of that, he's attracting the the real the real rapper fan base. So it's like, bro, what what are you trying to prove right now? Because at the end of the day, it's more detrimental to his career than it is uh, helping his career. Because like this. Win, lose, or draw, it won't do nothing for you as a as a as a rapper. You know what I mean? It, it won't just, just help you sell more albums. He remind me of one of them niggas in the hood that we all just knew was pussy that was pretending not to be. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there's always one of those, and then there's always a person in the hood that lets you know that they not about none of that fighting shit. And we respect you even more than that person because we know you ain't about none of that extra shit, and you ain't even trying to be on that. Versus somebody that's not about that, but pretend. Right. It, the pretenders are the worst kind, like, bro, because you have no reason to pretend. You a grown-ass man, bro. We offer them violence and gang and shit. none of us care. That's what I'm that saying. Nobody so care. We it's all like, grown as fuck. Who cares, bro? And, and I, one thing I, I also want to mention is when he got into it with Jeezy, we didn't hear a peep. From uh, Freddie, remember when him and Jeezy got into a boy back when Jeezy was still about that life? Yeah, I remember yeah, he was with CTE. And shit. Yeah, yeah. But we... then remember, soon Jeezy decided to like change his life and like, like I'm not on that time at all. Then that's when Freddie started to talk smack. It's like, nah, this, I remember that. This, like what Meech is saying is like, yo, there's people in the hood. Is like, all right, also oh, now you ain't on that type of vibes no more. Because I've seen it. I've seen it with people that decide to go to school and like. People think like, all right, since you decided that now you're not on that time that I will say this though. Back in, he has back in. he has been dissing Jeezy for the the bulk of his career and shit. But now he just he taking he trying to be a villain so bad and it ain't necessarily that he even have to. Like, yo, you making good projects and shit. Like you can literally just just make bro, your projects. I think he did more damage to himself. I think he did more I think he did more damage to himself. Cause like me. I was actually in t- from his last album. I was anticipating the next release, but with all these antics, I don't even think I'm gonna check for it. Cause I, 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 he just annoys me now. You know what I mean? Like I don't even think like just his overall antics Areas, annoy bro. me Get to a point. There, I, I, How many times are I, I tell can't you just? That? I don't even feel. I don't know. It just it's it just weird, and especially when he started getting more and more exposed by acting and all that. I'm just like, bro, you won't have to tell me about. You ain't got to tell me about like how many people you didn't killed and what you finna do and all this. Cause you, hey, can I throw we, one sidebar uh, conversation in here real quick? Yo, you niggas doing these money picks with names, uh, making words out. You niggas is gay and corny and shit. Yeah, I just want to get that. What the hell is that? These rappers, uh, all of them is like uh, spreading money out, but they, they saying sayings like, uh, young boy says, you niggas go die. And then... Uh, Lil Dirk said, hurry y'all bitch ass up and then future like I'm that oh, nigga no, you know, they, all in money. Like you, you know, niggas is corny and shit. No, you know Dirk and uh and Young Boy, they got like real Yeah, they into it, but it's corny though. Like, I, I ain't yeah. got nothing to say on that because that's like niggas that's like niggas have really got killed behind that shit. I ain't got nothing to say on that. Yeah, but yeah. that's that that go right back into my argument that I said earlier, where you said art and all that other shit. Y'all, y'all doing all this shit for the internet, and then when something happened, everybody want to be like, we got to shut up. We got to be silent. Like, no, nah, nigga, y'all did the goofy shit on the internet and said all that goofy shit. Right. You got to deal with that. I'm a real, I'm real heavy on, nigga, be real mindful of what you say, because you got to stand behind that. I stand behind that. 
Hey, speaking of that argument, we were just talking about about the argument as far as rapping the law. Young boy did just drop a song where he was telling uh, Dirk that he was telling Dirk and some other nigga. L, I forgot the other nigga name or whatever. In NL, NLB, uh, Chopper. Yeah, he did just drop a song where he was basically telling them both, "When I see y'all, like I, I'm pretty much gonna kill y'all and shit or whatever." So <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that shit girl. come around. <laughs> New sound pretty much killing all this shit. That shit crazy as hell. Basically. Yeah, Man, that's fucked up. But hey, niggas die every day, B. Niggas die every day, B. Um, so yeah, I think we pretty much bodied that one. Now, uh, this last time before Meet Your Ugly Eyes get up out of here is we speaking on floppity flops, right? So and this this is kind of what caused us to get into our most heated uh, argument before the pod. We never had an hour uh, discussion prior. So the numbers came in for Corday album, and he did twenty two thousand uh, first week sales, and also the numbers came in Flappity for the flop, weekend flop, album. Flop. And uh, what did the weekend do? I don't know. Rico, the numbers. Can somebody answer me? Into it? No, I was looking. He did a hundred and four. Hundred and four. Um, so one. Well, Meech's topic was who who's next to flop after Corday in the weekend, and what my follow up question to that: What does it say about an artist when they flop? I'm sorry, I take that back. He did 150. All right, so all right, let's let's go first. What does it say about an artist when they when they aren't successful in selling or moving units? I say when you flop, you are not who you thought you were or whatever. And I'm speaking directly on Corday and shit because niggas, and when I mean niggas, I mean my brother, Big Nose Eyes, told me that Corday is much, much, much better than Wale and Big Sean, which I could not agree with more. But okay, if that's to be, you mean you could not disagree with more. I mean, yeah, I could not disagree with more. And if that's to be true, and in my opinion, just like off the mic, me and Rico was saying, Corday right now is bigger than both of them. He shouldn't. He should do bigger numbers than both of them. But it ain't about both of them. Like you, you shouldn't flop at all. Like if you on the Grammys, there's no reason you should be selling no twenty two k because they ain't putting nobody on the Grammys that's selling twenty two k. So my point is, what the fuck happened? Niggas want to say, well, the project was still good. Is it? You can't be flopping. If your project is good, why are you flopping then? That makes no sense. And the la- uh, to me, if the label wasn't focused on you, then I understand that. They're not giving you the resources or whatever, then, yeah, that's why I flop. I don't have the resources, so I'm not on these shows. I'm not getting the features. I'm not getting the production. That's not the case with him. He get the features he want. He get the production he want. So, I mean, why you flopping? Like I told my brother off mic, on this album, what is the standout about this album? Is the production some of the greatest production you ever heard? No. Is the rapping, can you say he got one of the verses of the year on this album? No. Can you say the creativity on this album is something you 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 haven't heard like you heard on Donda? No. So I'm like, what, what is we talking about? How you sell 22K? You doing late night shows, you on the Grammys, they getting you features with her. Like, how is you, you supposed to be the next J. Cole? I don't remember a time when J. Cole sold no motherfucking 22K when he dropped the album. So, I mean, what we doing here, people? 
What you guys? What do you guys say about that shit, Rico? Um. So uh, let me make sure you. No, know no, no, the, no. Hold on. Let me make sure you know what the topic. I wanted to go to first. What, 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 what does it say about an artist when they fly? Oh, hold on, hold on. I forgot to cover my boy well, weekend because I, I, I knew up. what the question was. I was just trying to figure out which one I wanted to answer first. Hold on, let me go first. I was going to say the weekend. Let me go first. I forgot the weekend because I'm about to. Yeah, go, go ahead. I'm about to go soon. So I forgot because y'all want to y'all want to come for me because y'all know I'm a huge weekend fan or whatever. And the weekend sold 150 thousand or whatever. So. That's a huge flop for him because he sold like four fifty the last project or whatever. But as I was saying off mic, is that really a flop for the weekend? That's a flop for any other artist, nigga. The label will be throwing a party. You keeping the lights on in this bitch. But since you the weekend and you performing at the Super Bowl and doing all of this other great shit, then it's deemed as a flop. I don't look at the weekend shit as a flop. I just look at, at look at it as he tried. Yo, Rico, I'm gonna go after this though. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna jump on. This I look shit. at yeah. it. I look at it as the weekend tried not something different because the album before this one he kind of went into the disco shit as well, but he continued it or whatever. And I don't know people. Some people, some of the audience may have never heard this sound before. Like if you're a weekend fan and you was you like twenty years old or 17 years old or whatever the case, whatever age you are that's young you may have never heard this disco sound before you may think like oh what the fuck is this this the weekend falling off so that can be a part of why he's so less versus he's just not making good music no more because that's just not true or whatever so i don't i say this is a flop for a superstar this is not a real flop because Corday would hit a backflip if he had these numbers. And no, I'm not comparing Corday to the weekend. I'm saying any other artist would love for these. Yeah, you done? Be their be numbers. And no, the because uh, the, the next question was who finna flop next? And I got a prediction. Your boy Chris Brown about to flop next as well. So, yeah, that's all I got to say. All right, hold on. Now, let me get to this. So what what does uh, flop say about an artist? So similar to company, I'm finna get out of here. I'm finna get out of here though. Deuces, my boys. Oh, uh, shit. But I'm gonna just say this: when an artist tells a company, or when an artist tells their label, "Yo, I'm about to drop an album," they have projections to hit, right? And uh, and the projections helps the label acquire how much money they think they finna obtain from that said artist. You know what I mean? So like. If you did four hundred some thousand units the last time around, the artist is expecting to bring a certain amount of money. Our whole budget is based on you bringing this amount of money back to us, right? So, if the weekend can't match what the label is projecting, because you got to remember the label is answering to shareholders, right? So, a label is like, all right. We think we're gonna make. Let's say, let's say last time weekend when he sold that four hundred thousand, that four hundred k, it was about it, it equated to like, I don't know, five hundred million dollars. I don't know what the actual number is, but let's say that's how much money it was supposed to bring in. If you missed that by, I don't know, eighty percent, and let's say he only brought in like twenty thousand, now the label is in a hole of what the projections they thought they would have in their overall like how much money they was gonna bring in, right? So. You can't really compare an artist. So, like, you can't say, like, yo, that's just a, a, a flop for the weekend. No, if 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 I'm if I got a roster, right, and I'm looking at my top roster, and I'm like, yo, 
my top ball players in this roster, I know I'm expecting them to drop big numbers because we need those numbers to hit our goals for the year. So I'm expecting the weekend to hit this number to be able to hit my goal for this year to tell shareholders like, yo, we've made X, Y, the money because the weekend did all of this, right? If you're not successful in bringing that in, you cause way more detriment to the label in your in your miss. So the label wouldn't be jumping for joy because they already projected out. So you know how my brother was just saying like, uh, a label is still probably happy that he's he's doing 150. It's like, no, they already projected him to sell more. Similar to like when Apple dropped a new phone, they have projections on like how much sales they're thinking like, all right, when we drop this phone, we're going to sell 500,000 units in X amount of time. Let's say they missed out by 100,000. They already projected out on how much they thought they was going to sell and they didn't do that shit. Now they got to come back and be like, yo, we wasn't able to do this. So Pretty much your projections is all based on what you think you're going to have. And that's what that's why having the weekend flop is way bigger than um, way bigger than than what what my brother was trying to make it uh, make it out to be. I wish he was actually here to hear this point, but I don't think he was comparing the two, though. I think I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing to credit. I'm saying like he's saying he, he ended that last argument saying that. The weekend, like that's still that's still a high number for him to keep the lights on. I'm saying if the label knew the weekend was going to drop and they projected out, so they predicted that he was going to be able to do. But okay, so the 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 caveat to your argument is, um, I think I think the projections would have been there had he had a single and shit. He didn't have a single. I'm starting to realize in the music business, from everybody that we be listening to and shit, that singles help drive sales and shit, right? If if didn't nobody know that, so I'm pretty sure when when people have singles and shit, they can project from singles all the way up and shit. Like he didn't have no single or nothing. He just literally just like freestyled the drop and shit. You know what I'm saying? So you it know, was almost like he tried to know, pull a Beyonce and shit. Quick question and, for you. Quick question for you before you keep going. Hey, is my video still showing? No, nah, your shit froze like fucking shit. Oh, I wanted this shit gonna be froze the whole damn time and shit. Cause it was like it was froze on my end, but I just was wondering. But you keep going though. Nah, uh, I was saying that people um, people project from singles on up and shit. And with him now, he tried to pull a Beyonce, which, in all fairness, he's a Beyonce level artist and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like regardless of what anybody say, him, fucking is is him, Jay Z, Kendrick Lamar, Drake, Drake. Cole don't need singles to uh, get those high numbers either, though. He can just drop two and shit. Yeah, yeah. He can, he, he, Cole gonna do way more than a hundred some thousand if he decides. Let's say Cole's like, "Yo, I'm gonna drop tomorrow. I'm gonna drop next week without a single." I think. Still do. I think what's killing the weekend is him trying to stay in this '80s coke bag and shit. Like, I don't feel like a lot of people are, and I was one of them people. You know what I'm saying? I said the album was cool and shit, but not for no fucking. I'm I'm sick of these niggas going back to the '80s and shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that whole Corday shit is that shit mind blowing to me and shit. Everything about that red that it was supposed to be, um, at least bare minimum seventy to a hundred and shit. Twenty twenty thousand is like fucked yeah, that's, up. Like, that's a huge flop. Yeah. That 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 basically means like nigga half the world didn't give two shits about your album. Yeah, not half the world, nigga. Seventy five percent of eighty percent of the world didn't care. Yeah, about like that's a, actually that's no. A, that, that might be ninety percent of the world. Yeah, that's a huge ass. Like that's the wildest shit I've seen all year and shit. And he came out 
and and I've I've been on record saying like yo I I like the production on this album and shit like he I feel like he two for two and shit but that shit just ain't connecting with the fans and shit and like, that's the that's the point I wanted to say right there what you just said right there that point that's what I was trying to make my brother understand there's a difference in the overall quality of a project and the overall connection that is happening with the audience so like. We deem it as like, yo, this, he's making um, real quality music and all of this, but like, if it ain't connecting, then that's different between, because like, you can drop an amazing project and it just might not connect with, with the audience. You know what I mean? Like, the audience yeah. just not be, may not just be trying to hear that, that type of sound. Um, and that's what the main, the larger point I was trying to get to is like, yo, he didn't take a shirt, like, he didn't, you know how, like, when, when you have an expectation for, like, let's say, like, a Wally or Big Shine, like, we know, we go in, like, yo, I want to hear this, this, and this, and this, and all of this, right? A lot of the time, some people don't care. Like, we already have expectations for, like, uh, uh, some, like, how we think about what we want to see from, like, a Wale or a Big Shine. We even made a whole podcast about, like, breaking down, like, what needs to happen for Wale to have a successful uh, album or successful project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there's a fact where sometimes people just aren't not, they just aren't that into you. You know what I mean? Like they just don't care enough to care about what you're doing. You you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's probably a, um, what is going on with Corday. Like, I think people just don't give a fuck about what he got going on. Cause another artist that is in that similar vein, but would never do this. Like this is a flop. Don't, don't get me wrong. He flopped majorly, but an artist that's in that similar vein that people, they can assess his talent. They can assess has dope production. They can assess all his shit, but he just don't give a fuck. Is logic and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like artists like that. Like we all can see. Like all right, he's dope. This is dope. This is fire. But like something is disconnecting between this and what the audience actually cares about. Versus like an artist like Cole. Like we can. We all click. We all can get it. Even the artists like Wale, like there's something that we we all get, and we want to see if he eventually fulfills what we care about him doing because we can see that potential in what he has. You know what I mean? Like that. Same with Big Sean. Like you can all see that shit, but there's a certain Ooh. there's a certain we artist. Take, we got to take logic off there, dog. Oh no, no, he's so. I ain't saying he ain't flop at all, but he got a he got a cult base. Uh, Fan base, nah. He 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 said logic logic fan bases. He actually got. Yeah, I was just gonna say that nigga dropped two forty seven. Oh no, he he did. He did, <laughs> he, went, he he went gold on the last two projects and shit. No, no, logic is another beast. But I think the blueprint of what they're gonna try to do with Corday will be to follow the logic standpoint. But I don't know if he wants to be that artist though. I think he wants to be in the same realm because I was watching the interview when Corday was breaking it down. He said he wants to be in the same vein as, like, he wants to eventually sell out stadiums and all that shit. Well, doing 22K, you won't, you're not in that vein. So he'll, yeah. have to, he'll have to get singles at work. You know what I mean? And I think he's flirting with that. The same shit we was talking about last week about the rapidly rap shit. When you start flirting with that line and shit, especially as a young artist, like, you, there's a, there's a, there's a mythology for a lot of rappers that they have to be able to provide some type of illusion to the audience of like, like you got to buy into their, what they're selling you. You know what I mean? Right. And he's not really selling us too much of anything that's, that's different. You know what I mean? Like when Cole was dropping, we all 
we all was buying into the whole story of like broke as hell, growing up in the hood, going to college. Like we was buying into that shit. And a lot of the, the rap, rapidly rap audiences, a lot of the dudes, they struggle with selling you them. You know what I mean? Like they struggle with selling you that mythology behind them and shit of like what works, well, who they are and like does it, do you actually care about that shit? Because he, he tried on a project, but I don't think people cared enough about it. You know what I mean? Because I think to what Meech was saying, like how he, he said he was making a, a J. Cole type of project. But what if the J. Cole crowd, that, that person that J. Cole was relating to, doesn't exist anymore at that age group? You know what I mean? Like, we all old as hell, so we can't listen to, we can't relate to what Cordae is saying. We all grown now and shit. And if we were maybe younger, well, we probably see the problem that I have with that is he wasn't saying no backpacker shit on there though. Like he was, he was speaking some real shit. That shit just wasn't that. That that's my point though. What I'm saying but is, I like... still, I still, I still stand behind and agree with Meech on that aspect. That at this present moment, I I feel like he is a bigger artist than Big Sean and Wale right now. And shit. Yeah, like, and I, I disagree with he that. Got the, he got the backing behind him and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he got the shit there for him, but. With all of that, it shouldn't have been no twenty two thousand and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like twenty two thousand is like basically them. I I, I want to call those pity streams and shit. You know what I'm saying? Twenty two thousand is, is the equivalent of nothing and shit for for artists of his caliber and shit. Yeah, no, that's a humongous ass flop though. And also, see, and that's the thing. What what well, he will have to start looking at is like who's to blame? Who's to blame for the overall flop of the? The project, like how much, how much is the blame to fall on? What, how much, what party should get the amount of blame and shit? Because I remember well, this no, is his record label. So, let, well, no, but he's still signed to a major though. His record label is under the major. But let me, let me, let me explain what I'm saying though. So, you know, I listened to uh, Academics, right? And one of the guys that he had on there was uh, Corday's manager and shit. And uh, it was a while ago. It was like. Uh, like right when when Act first started the pod or whatnot, he had him on there and he was talking about all this creative stuff that he's getting ready to do and like all of this shit. And I'm like, at some point, where was that connection between him and the audience, and how did they miss that connection? Because like a large part of somebody not even going to, because it's a difference between somebody listening and then be like, oh, this shit trash, but not even giving your shit a listen at all. So that if you got 22 streams, that means 22,000 units or streams or whatever, that means you didn't even get enough people wanting to go see what you've done. You know what I mean? So there, that wasn't even enough, enough momentum for somebody to go check your shit out at all. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even hear your, I can't even gauge whether it's good or not because I didn't even hear that shit and I didn't care to hear that shit. So, my question, and that's what I was trying to understand, is like, who is to blame for not, people not even wanting to go check it out? You know what I mean? Like, if I if I don't even feel like going to even give your shit a spin, at least when when Wale and Big Sean them drop, even if it's bad or whatever, you still feel obligated to go check it out. You know what I mean? And that's what I was trying to get when I was talking about who was bigger in, in that fact. Like, at least you know you got an audience that's going to be mobilized to go check your shit out. Niggas ain't even feel like want to listen out. If he's only at twenty two thousand streams, niggas ain't even care to go press play on it and give it at least one track to get past that. You know what I mean? That's that was my point. Is like, why can't he even garner enough? Especially think about it like this. Remember how we all was raving about the last project? 
wouldn't that last yeah. project, wouldn't that last project, if, if it was as good as how me and you viewed it to be, wouldn't that last project make you think like this will make you anticipate it for the next project? Just based off that itself, similar Absolutely. to how like similar to how I remember when Nas dropped um what's the what's the uh the 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 uh the first Hit Boy album like we were so anticipating like yo King we, Disease we, King Disease like we was anticipating because it, it was so good we was like yo I have to hear what the fuck why the fuck did that not translate over to what what uh, Corday did the second time around. I couldn't tell you honestly. Like I said before, everything looked like it was a go, but shit, I guess it wasn't. I think I know what it is though. They didn't strike where the iron was hot. I think they were taking the wrong approach for Corday, and they tried to follow the wrong blueprint that don't exist to this day. I mean, I think, if that's the case, then him and Roddy Rich both are victims of that. Cause nigga, facts. No, that's what I was about to get to. That's what I was about to say. Like. We live in such a microwave, like how music come and go quick. And that's why I like what Nas is doing, because Nas is like, fuck that. I'm going to keep coming with content. I don't give a fuck what y'all are saying. Like, I'm going to keep dropping frequently, keep the frequency going. You know what I mean? So an artist like Corday, because when was that? That's the last project dropped in 2019. Somewhere around there, yeah. Like, to take that long of a break. And then to space out the projects, I think he thought he was uh, the same ability with like how Cole and Kendrick and all and Drake, they could like space out their releases. But he's under the same new school age range as like the young boy, you know, like he in their age range. And then they come out with projects every fucking year, damn near. Shit. Damn near every other, every couple few months, they dropping some new shit. I think the label misunderstood how frequent they needed to keep his music Flowing, and I think they misunderstood how freak, how how important he needed a single before he decided to drop out. But I think this shit finna hurt him drastically when it comes to the support of the label. Cause like now they probably ain't gonna let him drop until he has a, a hit Just as much as you think it's gonna hurt him from the label side, I think it's gonna hurt him mentally and shit. Yeah, it's gonna definitely fuck with him creatively. Like he go fuck around and make one of those for your eyes onlys and shit. Cause it's just like. Now he he go. He you don't know what the to, audience want to hear. Hell, yeah. he gonna be trying to yeah, like figure he, out. He what go they try to make it. He go he go try to revert to making an introspective album and then fuck around and hurt himself even more and shit. Hell yeah, but I think um, I think now I think there's gonna be a tighter leash on him now. I think now you remember when Lupe had dropped? Uh, I forgot what album he dropped, but then they, the label started getting in and started like. Making like yo, you can't drop until you. I want to explain yeah, lasers and shit. I know yeah. exactly what happened. It was lasers. They gonna do the same shit to Corday because like the the freedom that he experienced where he could do whatever. I think they're gonna be like, all right. Now they finna go. They might go back to the drawing board and figure out how can they get him to create this buzz again and get his believability up. Which I think they're gonna try to look for singles now and shit because I think they go like they. It depends on what happens the following, because you know sometimes it might it might the album might start picking up steam as is as it's starting to garner more attention. So like, yeah, let's just say like he eventually hits a hundred thousand. Then you know, let's say it continues to build. Then maybe he might retain some of his creative freedom. But if it stays on this similar trajectory, he might fuck around and lose his creative ability. I'm because I I like his ability to make music. I think he has potential. I think if they continue to harness this. They can work with something special. They just got to iron out how they need to do it. But I think um, depending on the next, the, the amount of... The man uh, just got a real big-ass slice of humble pie. I can tell you that. 
Oh hell yeah! Because he was talking big. He was talking big shit though. I was listening to uh, a lot of his shit. Yeah, and like all I said, these, all man, these, like I said before, and 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 this ain't to shit on him because we both agree that he delivered and shit. But him and Roddy Rich, like they both like this is this is a learning experience for both of y'all and shit. But I think Roddy actually dropped the like Roddy had the number, like insane numbers that first his first album. So like nah, Roddy, never Roddy had shit crazy. Roddy Roddy was 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 next up and he still is and can be and shit but man that shit hurt him dropping that shit like that you know what I'm saying yeah. but this is a turning point though I think this is a turning point in what moves now cuz I think I think the label was thinking they can move him down the same J Cole path and I I think this is going to be the turning point for them to realize like that backpack, that that blog rap generation, them niggas is gone and shit. Cause think about the only the artist that's left in his in his age range that's in that bracket. Most of them niggas can't move units at all. Like Joey Badass can't do it. Corday now showing he can't do it. Um, and this is gonna have impacts on other artists that people may be deeming in similar uh, similar vein as. As him, so like other artists that they might have been like, all right, we can work just having rapid or rapid rap dudes like uh, you know who do move units but don't nobody take serious. Who Russ? Oh, facts. But, that's he... <laughs> but yeah, but Russ has Russ. a he has, a, and that's the thing though. Russ, remember I was talking about frequency. Like he doesn't take he doesn't take those extremely long breaks. He he just dropped another project. He's like on like project number three right now, and like yeah. or like project number. He did like three projects in 2021. He's already got another project out right now. That's probably who Corday will have to figure out is like following um following that. But I mean we can wrap it right now if you just want to rap and then just come back to it. What you think? Yeah, we can wrap it up. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, we can... No, I do want to give some light to him. I do want to give some light to uh No, I'm tired of talking, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Yeah, we can wrap it up. We're gonna have to figure out that first half. That first half we was way too choppy and shit, but what do you mean? Oh no, that first half was good. No, I'm talking you... about like at the very, very beginning and shit. Before we got to talking about our what's the name. No, I'm saying like you know I I'll tell you off the off the mic, but I appreciate the listen. Thanks for listening to the Macanagan podcast. This is episode one oh four. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is M-A-C-K-I-N-H-A-N-G-I-N underscore podcast. Follow us on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, keep sharing the videos. We're going to keep coming with this content. Appreciate it. Talk to you.